0: Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of Fruit Snacks, We are shifting gears pretty dramatically this week, and we're going to begin looking at Genesis, specifically Genesis 1, and how the ancient Near Eastern context and worldview can help us interpret how the original audience would have understood and looked at a passage like Genesis 1. Now, Genesis has been interpreted in light of all sorts of cultural backdrops throughout the history of the Jewish and Christian religions. However, scholars at this point are mostly because of recent, relatively recent discoveries in archaeology of new ancient texts are coming to a consensus that the best backdrop for interpreting Genesis 1, and the creation story there is other ancient Near Eastern creation stories. That's not to say that the account that we find in Genesis is derivative of these other creation stories. In other words, that it was created out of some sort of hodgepodge combination from other older creation stories, but it is to say that if what we find in all these creation stories are some commonalities in theme in topics in big ideas even if they differ in the details then that is a very good clue that these big ideas were categories of thought in the ancient world and so it can help us understand a little bit better what the text of genesis is driving at and how we should interpret it in light of the original audience So, to give some examples of other ancient creation texts that we have, or texts that mention the creation narrative, from the Egyptians, we have several sources. One is called Memphite Theology. We also have Egyptian Pyramid Texts and the infamous Book of the Dead from Egypt, which all contain some sort of creation mythology. From the Babylonians, there are a couple different texts, the Atrahasis and the more well-known Enuma Elish. We have a couple Sumerian texts. There are two different groups. One is known as the Nippur texts, in which the god Enlil is more prominently focused upon. And then there's another Sumerian set of texts, the Eridu text, in which the god Enki is more prominently featured. Then we have the kumarbi cycle from hittite theology and then this one is probably most familiar to bible readers the Baal cycle from ugaritic culture now none of these as i said are identical to the creation account that we find in genesis in fact they differ in some super important and very major ways but what's interesting is that when you compare all of these, which were, would have been written within the same general time period or era of Genesis, you find several commonalities. First, the deity figure, the, the central deity figure in all of these gives function to functionless matter or material and brings order out of chaos. And that's very important. We're going to come back to that in just a minute. Another commonality is this idea of primeval waters. So all these texts don't start with absolutely nothing. They start with this idea of the deep or the abyss. And then a final commonality that we see throughout many of these texts is this concept of naming, which could better be understood as giving or the assigning of identity and role. Similarly to how we see God not only calling things by name, naming morning and evening, sun, moon, and stars, so on and so forth, but then giving that and delegating that role and responsibility to Adam with regard to the animals. And so from a very, very high level, and we're going to look more in depth at this this week, one of the things I want to draw your attention to about Genesis 1 is is that it is framing god not only as the creator but also as the purpose giver i'm going to suggest to you that based on the cultural backdrop the narratives from other ancient near eastern sources and the way that it seems like all ancient cultures commonly viewed creation that the way that god is framed. In Genesis 1 is primarily about functional origins, not material origins. That doesn't mean that God isn't the originator of all material. It just means that that is not primarily what Genesis 1 is trying to communicate. It's trying to communicate that God is the giver of function and that for something to be good, It must function. It must do something and accomplish a purpose. And with that in mind, we can look at the creation account that we find in Genesis 1 and we can see that the first three days of the creation account are primarily about functions. Doing certain things and accomplishing certain purposes. Like a tool being used for its proper purpose is a good thing. But then in days four through six, we see that it's primarily about functionaries or delegating things or people to oversee those functions. So for instance, we see that the sun, moon, and stars, the heavenly bodies are delegated in the way that a ancient would have thought about it. They are delegated the role of overseeing morning and evening they're overseeing the seasons, they're overseeing the progression of time. And we see this with Adam and Eve in day six, that they are put in charge of overseeing the rest of creation, the animal kingdom, the garden, so on and so forth. Now, if this idea is new to you or interests you at all, I'd like to make a couple book recommendations, and I'm going to plug these throughout this week because they're just fantastic reading if this is a topic that you'd like to learn more about. The first is called The Lost World of Genesis 1 by John Walton. And the second is called Scripture and Cosmology by Kyle Greenwood. And both of these books are essentially about taking a look at the ancient worldview of how the Hebrews would have understood creation from their perspective in light of how all ancient cultures understood certain things about creation, and then interpreting the Bible in light of how the Israelites would have seen and understood the world, not in terms of how we see and understand the world today. So I hope you'll join me back here as we continue this discussion Throughout this week, I will look forward to seeing you then.